The following podcast is part of the Joy Road Media family. Enjoy. Welcome to Camp Creep, a podcast focusing on anthology horror. And it's the Halloween special! I'm camp counselor Lauren Jewell. And I'm your least favorite camp counselor, Tish Delano. Author extraordinaire. And we are joined in this episode currently by a special guest camp counselor, friend of the podcast, Dorian. And later in this episode, we'll be joined by special guest camp counselor, Terrence Cover. I very much enjoyed this trend we have for the last two weeks of special guest camp counselors. <laughs> it's just that time of year. So campers, we do apologize that we've been a little busy, but there are very good reasons for that, and we may or may not tell you why. Super good reasons. I mean, one in particular is that I got a new job, and so we are now on opposite schedules. But things are starting to calm down. We're starting to assimilate. Yes. I'm excited, even if my voice doesn't sound excited. (laughs) Just a lot of change going on. Happy Halloween! (laughs) Woo! Spooky! All right. So to touch on what we are going to be covering in this episode, we are going to be starting our, I guess, kind of own horror anthology. We hope to have some mini-sodes that will feature short horror stories so that we can can kind of create our own horror anthology. Super excited. This is our first time doing it. We have a couple of special guest camp counselors, like we said earlier, and it's gonna be spooptabular. Yes, so we are starting with Slumber Party Horror. <laughs> this is a short story that I wrote at the ripe old age of 11. <laughs> this would have been sixth grade. You can tell it was the 90s by some of the names, but the primary characters are based on my group of friends from the sixth grade, and I only changed a few names. So shout out to Sarah, Annette, Kim, and Aubrey. But yes, So I I changed Kim's name to Alex and Aubrey's name to Topanga. And the character based on me, I voice. Her name is Odessa. And that's actually the name of my best friend from kindergarten. So Odessa Clay, if you hear this, email us at campcreeppodcast at gmail.com. She's doing happy finger guns. You just can't. (laughs) See it. Yeah, sometimes I forget <laughs> that, that podcasting is not a visual medium, so... I mean, yeah. if you really, really wanted to do both someday... Someday. Someday. That We both agreed in the beginning, though, that, that would require putting on makeup yeah. and hair. Although, Bras. Yeah, oh boy. I mean, I I'm wearing wanna. a Chucky onesie right now, just to let everybody know. And a one croc and one <laughs> surgical shoe, because I'm still nursing a broken toe. It's been like two <laughs> months, y'all. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah, this toe, I'm ready for it to heal already. I have a knife. I, are we going to start rating things with one severed tish toe? Like, yes. <laughs> That's coming to 2022. That's for when we really like an episode. We, we, you know, we've used both of the thumbs. We're just going to pop off a toe. <laughs> Anyways. Anywho. Hey, campers. Yes. Oh, wait, I'm not a camper. <laughs> <laughs> Fedorian's a camper. She's right here. Right? 
Hey. But before we go into this episode and all the things we usually do, there is a bulletin board. Yes, a few notices up on the bulletin board. Just wanted to say, warning, there is... I'm so sorry about this, guys. There is some violence against a dog in this story. Listen, I was in sixth grade. Puberty was just about to hit me like a freight train. I was very angry, but also awkward. And I watched way too much horror for an 11-year-old. So my apologies for the violence against a dog in the story. No animals were harmed. You know, I wasn't at home abusing a dog. And then the other bulletin board notice that I wanted to put up is this was also the 90s. We didn't have a term like ableism. So don't cancel us. There is a little bit of a nowadays would be considered problematic mental health theme in the story. But again, I was 11. So, you know, if you want to cancel 11 year old Tish, go ahead. She'll (laughs) accept it. Uh, She barely had any friends anyways. So it's ironic because I had no friends and then I met this group of girls and got a group of friends and then I wrote a story where really terrible things happened to them. What can I say? Murder is my love language. So we're gonna take a stab at bringing her story to life. Yeah! With the help of special guest camp counselors, Terrence Cover and Dorian. Woo-woo! And campers, I did not anticipate having to write a synopsis for this. This is all on the fly because Dorian and Tish kind of demanded one. Yeah, no, yep. So I'm gonna need a second. And thanks to the fact that I'm the fucking editor, you're not gonna hear any of this part where I'm fumbling through my words. It's an improvised synopsis. Once upon a time, Odessa and her friends watched a movie. Odessa had some very strange dreams, and then shenanigans ensued, and everybody got what they deserved. Or did they? Yay! I don't want to spoil anything. Right? I mean, yeah. it's a synopsis. Like, right? it's, it's so good, guys. It's so good. It's so bad that it turns <laughs> around and becomes good. Yeah, I, I appreciate the level of seriousness that everyone approached this with. So, without further ado, this is the 2021 Halloween special, Slumber Party Horror. Slumber Party Horror, written by Tish Delano, age 11. (coughs) The woman on the television screamed as the monster opened its mouth, which just happened to be full of fangs. Why did she have to go into the basement? Asked Alex. Because if she hadn't, this wouldn't be a monster movie, duh! Odessa cried out. That time it was them because the monster just tore the woman apart and ate her. Them includes Alexandra, Alex, Topanga, Odessa, Sarah, and Annette. I think I'm gonna be sick, said Sarah as she rushed to the bathroom. Topanga followed her. Annette, you had to pick the flesh eater, didn't you? Said Odessa, clutching her stomach. Yeah, sure, whatever, said Annette, looking a little sick herself. Alex was in the kitchen getting sick. As soon as Sarah and Tabega came back from the bathroom, Annette and Odessa ran towards the bathroom, unable to hold it in any longer. It was very hard for Odessa to get to sleep that night because of the stench of vomit in the air. 
But when she finally did fall asleep, she had the weirdest dream. Little did she know that it would be very important. Where am I? asked Odessa as she stood in the darkness. No, stop! cried a voice. It sounded familiar to her, but she couldn't figure out whose it was. Please, Odessa, help me! Don't let them hurt me! cried the voice. Who are you? How, how can I help you? yelled Odessa, but the voice was gone. Then she heard another voice. Odessa, wake up! You're drooling all over your pillow! It was Sarah's voice that she just heard. Wait a minute, Odessa thought. Was it Sarah's voice that I heard in the beginning of my dream? Nah. All right, I'm up, I'm up, Odessa said as she woke up. She soon forgot her dream. Big mistake. Mom, I'm home, said Sarah as she came through the front door. All she heard in response was her echo. Hmm, thought Sarah. Mom and Dad must be out and left the door unlocked. As she walked into the kitchen, she read the note that had been taped to the telephone. The note read, Sarah, we know you forgot your house key, so we left the front door unlocked and had the neighbors watch the house. Love you, Mom and Dad. Oh, how sweet, Sarah said sarcastically. Then she heard a noise coming from the basement. It sounded like Chance, her dog, was whining. Chance, called out Sarah. Chance, she must be in the basement. She opened the door and went down the steps. Then she let out a horrified scream. Ah! Oh my god, Chance! Chance, how did this happen? Chance was a pitiful sight. His tail, what was left of it, was tucked in between his bloody hairless legs. It looked as if the hair had been ripped off. Who could have done this? Sarah thought. What could have done this? She was about to find out. Then Sarah took her last breath. <gasps> Odessa decided to go over to Sarah's house after she got home from Alex's house. When she looked in, she saw Chance, looking like a bloody mess, whining at the front door. She tried the knob and the door opened. It was Chance who led Odessa to the basement. It was a disgusting sight. All of Sarah's flesh was torn off. How? Who? Why had been questions everyone had asked, but no one could answer. It was the hardest on Sarah's parents and Odessa. It was the saddest funeral they had been to, and right before the funeral, Chance died. After Sarah's death, people tried to make their lives normal again. Alex had another sleepover two weeks later. This time, they just watched a movie marathon on TV called The Best of the Eighties. They saw The Sleeper. Odessa was the only one who didn't get scared. The Sleeper was about a mummy who slept for a long time and was awakened by some archaeologist and went to the city and mummified three people. None of the girls got sick this time, but Odessa had another dream. Hey, I've been here before. This was in my other dream, Odessa said, staring into the darkness. All of a sudden, a light came on and she saw three jars and heard a different but familiar voice. It started screaming. No! Odessa! 
She woke up to the sound of screaming. She saw a bunch of jars on the floor. What happened? Odessa said sleepily. Alex, Annette, and Topanga are dead! Cried out Alex's mother. Then Odessa cried harder than she ever cried before. No one saw who or what did it. Their brains had been pulled out through their noses and put in those jars. I'm alone, thought Odessa. Odessa, it's time for bed, said Odessa's mother. Odessa had been watching Voices. It's about a crazy woman who listened to the voices in her head and ends up committing suicide. It had been months after her friend's murders. The police hadn't given up yet, but were going to soon. She had another dream that night. Another and her last strange dream. Hi, Odessa, said familiar voices. Wait a minute, thought Odessa. Those are my friends? Alex, Annette, Sarah, Topanga? Where are you guys? Odessa cried out. We're behind you, Topanga said. Oh, I wish this wasn't just a dream. I want to be able to talk to you like before you guys died, said Odessa while fighting back tears. Odessa, we were murdered by a monster, but it's gone now, and we will talk to you all the time, okay? Said Sarah. Okay? Sarah said even louder this time. Sarah, you know it's no use. She just stares off into space like the rest of these nutcases and makes up stories about monsters killing us. Cried out Topanga. It's a shame, said Alex sympathetically as she left Rambler Insane Asylum. The End All right, it's everybody's favorite segment, Who's That Ghoul? Today was a very special episode. We'll start with our first special guest ghoul, Terrence Cover. Terrence is a pal of ours. Terrence is an actor, photographer, a general artiste. Man about town. Terrence is a very, very, very special person. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence and I were in Feaster Sunday together. Terrence was just in Karis Hell 2. And Terrence, do you want to talk a little bit about more about your artistic career? No. <laughs> So I do action figure photography, and uh, I have compiled some of it into some miniature books, in addition to having the, my prints available in my Etsy store for the action figure photography. So it's etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash act fig photog, which is just short for action figure photography, because I'm not very good at coming up with names. And same for like the Facebook page for that. And then Instagram is just my, my name and my YouTube channel where I do uh, storytelling videos, and you can hear my silly voice talking about myself. Uh, and that's just under my name, Terrence Cover. Yeah, that's why I really wanted Terrence when you said you would do it. I was like, yes, because <laughs> Terrence, go check out his YouTube channel. I've said it many times, and I mean it in the most platonic friendly way that I want you to come over and read me bedtime stories. I'm like, no, seriously, like, I just want Terrence to come over and read me stories so that I can fall asleep. <laughs> but in addition to that and the acting that you mentioned, I do run a film festival called Devil's Night Gallery, which by the time you hear this will have just happened at the Senate Theater this year. It's inspired by Rod Serling's television series Night Gallery, so it's appropriate for this series. So that just happened. And then, yeah, like you said, I, I do some, I dabble in some filmmaking as well. Where can people find the films that that you have done? Uh, well, Feaster Sunday, which uh, you were in as well, is available on Rock 
Bottom Video's website, which I think is just rockbottomvideo.com, or it's it's in their store envy. So <laughs> yeah, if you go on there and search envy, for yes. it, Carousel 2 is available streaming on stevebuster.com, but also available on silverspotlightfilms.com to order a physical copy. And then, I don't know, check check my IMDb page and see if there's <laughs> anything else that sounds of interest. Those are the two most recent, though. That's a goal of mine is to have like have so many credits to be like, oh, God, I can't even remember all the things I've done. Just go look at my IMDb. All right. And then our next special guest is friend of the pod, Dorian. Dorian actually won our very first ever trivia night. Yeah, congratulations. You won. You get merch after we officially hire you to make it. (laughs) Yes, Dorian is part of my inner circle and is a pretty amazing and innovative artiste who does not talk herself up enough. No. (laughs) Dorian, do you want to tell the campers a little bit about you? Not especially. (laughs) I I am essentially just somebody who walked in off the street and got in on this whole thing uh, at the last second. I am looking forward to doing some merch for you guys, though. Aw. Yay. (laughs) Thank you for being a trooper. Yes. But Dorian has been listening since day one, which I appreciate. Dorian is part of my, uh, my Thursday night crew. We were strangers who met on the internet who got together to watch American Horror Story. And I went totally ignoring every bit of advice I've ever learned from true crime because I didn't have cable and I just really wanted to watch that season of American Horror Story. (laughs) So it was a horror anthology that brought us together. And it was the last good thing the internet did for anybody. Yes, very true. It was the last time I ever met strangers off the internet. And thankfully I didn't end up dead. So there's that. (laughs) So that was today's Who's That Ghoul? It's the end of the episode, so it's time to say did you like it? Everyone's got to give a review. I would give this one two tiny little rotted pinkies <laughs> up, which seems appropriate because I'm imagining tiny little Tish at her tiny little desk writing this awful story about how all of her friends got murdered by monsters. Maybe, sort of, or maybe everybody's just crazy. <laughs> I'm going to give Tish's amazing middle school story two <laughs> severed thumbs up. All right, Terry. Roast me. <laughs> I can't. This, this is the one I'm on. This is my favorite episode. I go all knuckles deep on this one. Oh. So whatever that means in a positive way is what I give it. I will give myself... I'll, I'll say... Yeah, a 11-year-old Tish size severed, one severed thumb <laughs> up because, you know, I did get creative with my kills until you can, you can distinctly hear the point where the undiagnosed ADHD kicked in. I forgot that I had the story due and then the night before went, oh, I gotta finish this. Oops. And then slapped an ending on. Yeah, that was 100% what happened. Alrighty, campers. And that was a very special Halloween 2021 edition of Camp Creep Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please remember to like us wherever you listen to podcasts, subscribe, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That would help. And on that note, campers, our fellow guest camp counselors and I would all like to say Creep It Real! Real.